Good morning. My name is Ray Montgomery, and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, we have Mr. Kevin Mandrell, director at Walker Hughes. How's it going today, Kevin? I'm doing great, Ray, especially now that I'm with you here. (laughs) Well, Kevin, I really wanted to bring you on the podcast today because I know you are a part of our board here, both on the Bosma Enterprise side and also with the Bosma Visionary Opportunities Foundation. And I just wanted to kind of to pick your brand today and just learn a little bit more about, you know, how you got involved here at Bosma Enterprises, your role, and what your vision is for Bosma for the future. So, uh, Kevin, how long have you been actually affiliated with Bosma Enterprises? Well, Ray, you know, picking my brain on a Friday, there ain't much <laughs> left. <so. laughs> I'll try to get this as accurate as possible, but... You know, I go way back, actually, back yeah. on South State Street when uh, there was a gentleman that was the president back then, uh-huh. Barry Graves, okay. uh, was the first. And then shortly thereafter, uh, Rob Matt came in for a short time as the president. Okay. And of course, now I'm working and been a part of the organization through Lou Moneymaker's uh, uh, reign here at the organization. So I, I kind of go back a, a several, maybe a couple decades even. So okay. it's it's been a while, and yeah. I've loved every second of it, too. So so what made you want to get involved with an organization such as Bosman Enterprises? You know, Ray, it goes back uh, many years, uh, just the way I was raised. Uh, I've, I've served on a lot of different boards. It goes back to my time at church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just we were a part of the community, and... Uh, once I got involved, I actually got involved with Bosma through the uh, the business side and then came through, uh, saw the, the mission. I had a couple of my other clients, actually. Hubbard and Cravens did coffee roasting mm-hmm. at your facility and actually helped partner with you guys on, okay. on selling and uh, uh, coffee through, I think, the state of Indiana. And uh, just once you learn what the, the program's about, what people do here, uh, how can you not get involved? I mean, it's yeah. just uh, a phenomenal story and one that I'm glad to be a part of now. How would you characterize the the board's role here at Bob Enterprises? You know, uh, I've served on a lot of boards, uh, some national boards, and I've been around a lot of brilliant people in this world, uh, people that just really do make a difference and change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I'm really fortunate to see how you know, even a local board like here in Indiana operates, and I, the talent we have, the people that volunteer. And by the way, we are we are volunteers. We serve yes. uh, this organization purely because of the the love of the organization and the mission that it provides. You know, uh, the speaker Brian Bosma serves on both boards with us. Uh, does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got Steve Bucksot. Um, Matt Hasbrook, I mean, Julie Grice, a longtime friend of mine, uh, who's the chief revenue officer for the Indianapolis Chamber. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to leave names off, so I'm not going to try to hit them all. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're brilliant people. And again, they're all, they all have the same uh, servant's heart. Yes. And I see that even with those senior leadership, the people that work here at Bosma. You know, we always, uh, you know, talk about, the people we serve, we all know why we're here. We all know the mission. We all know the people that we serve, and we're here to make a difference. Yeah. So, so what what makes Boston's mission so meaningful to you? You know, uh, it's funny. Uh, 
I got involved with the Arthritis Foundation because my mom had rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, you know, you, you, you seem to gravitate to things that, uh, you know, have some, you have some personal tie to. You know, both my children had uh, vision issues early in life. Uh, my son, I think, was 18 months when he got his uh, glasses and he had to wear bifocals. My daughter, I think, was almost uh, three and a half. Uh, you know, I mean, it was nothing that was around blindness, but it was yeah. a vision. You know, my daughter saw, had a, a double vision uh, issue. And, you know, you just, it just kind of, you know, when kids are born, and now I'm soon to have my fourth grandchild here in a month, mm. uh, you know, you count the fingers, you count the toes, and you, you know, those are the easy things that you look for that first second that God right. brings them into this world. And, sure. uh but, you know, it's the other things in life. And, you know, when the, the vision thing hit, it could have been a lot worse uh, than what it was. So, Ray, you know, uh, it's just an awareness that, you know, it's just the environment we're in, the people we're around, and things that uh, uh, draw you. But, again, uh, while that was my personal, the family thing, uh, we didn't have the blindness. Mm -hmm. I know my wife's side of the family did have some blindness mm -hmm. uh, with her aunts and stuff. But uh, it was just really... The connection with the community here, the people, okay. and uh, just I loved every everything about it. So uh, that kind of is what drew me in more okay. than anything. So, what are some of the goals that uh, you and the board have for Bible this year? Oh no, that's that's I'm glad someone asked. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I had to be the one, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay, Ray. You know, that's kind of. Again, it goes back to when I was board chair here, I would always start our meetings. You know, we know why we're here and who we serve. Okay. And I think uh, finding new opportunities. We do so much, so well. Uh, and the people we employ that we help outsource to other companies to employ, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's so many successes out there. And, and being able to communicate those successes and getting, uh, you know, Lou Moneymaker's vision out there. You know, him bringing on Lee White in commercial sales and, and yes. trying to diversify out, uh, you know, away from the government contracts a little bit, do more of the private. Yes. We've talked about uh, looking at acquisitions to do more in the commercial space to kind of diversify uh, the, the, the business operations we do here. You know, then bringing Jeff Mittman in, you know, getting some new direction, uh, some new, you know, and I've run a number of businesses. I've started companies. Uh, you get so mono-focused. You're looking at things a certain way. Right. And it's great to bring new blood in, bring new talent. Yeah. People who did business maybe differently than what we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. And just sit back and listen to their vision a little bit. Yes. And to kind of broaden you know, the, the path that we've taken. And maybe we find something new and different. You know, that becomes that next big home run that doubles our size and we double the number of people we employ. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just a, that effect there. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Lou Moneymaker has done a phenomenal job bringing on a couple new uh, young, you know, some I call them young guns. I think they're, they're younger than me. Everybody's younger than me now. So, uh, you know, but they're clearly experienced yeah. people uh, with a lot of talents and they've been around and, and uh, just uh, – you know, I'm excited about what the direction we're taking now. So how important is it for us here at Bob Enterprises to diversify? Oh, you know, the, 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 the things that have changed with the VA contracts, yeah. you know, we've seen some things that have been very 
uh, t- there have been some very tense moments uh, the last, you know, 18 months or yeah. two years. And, you know, there were things that we had talked about even for the last four or five years. And I know it was on Lou Moneymaker's radar. And I think that's why we had talked about maybe acquisitions and, and looking at other product lines mm-hmm. so that we weren't so dependent on the VA and the Ability One. But, you know, it's still our main source of revenue and income. And right now uh, it's working well. And, um, you know, we just want to add to and build on that relationship and find other ways to broaden uh, commercial space. I know Lee White's called and and we've talked personally and and looked at, uh, you know, centers of influence that we both have to maybe expand beyond just uh, government business. I think that's very important. Um, definitely for people who are blind and visually impaired, you know. So how do you feel about, you know, the unemployment rate among people who are blind and visually impaired, the right. 70% nationwide? Love love that you asked that. I was very fortunate yesterday to spend some time with the majority leader of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was bragging on the unemployment rate here in the United States and uh, was very happy with that. But after his speech, he and I got to spend a couple minutes together, and I quickly pointed out to him while the unemployment rate is uh, phenomenal and that it's something that we're all, as Americans, proud of, that the people that are blind and visually impaired are still in a national, that that national uh, percentage is close to 70%. I think maybe a little bit less here in Indiana, but overall, nationally, we're still running in that 60 to 70% range. Mm And I think he was a little taken by that. He was a little, he did not uh, realize that, you know, that was still a, uh, that kind of a number. I mean, it's, it's, a sh- it's a shock number. And, you know, it's something that I am completely, it's unacceptable. Yes. As a board member, I know other board members feel the same way that, you know, when we talk about doing new things with this organization, we always look at, well, how many people will we be able to employ? How, how does that affect the people that are blind and visually impaired? So, uh, and I was fortunate enough that, uh, you know, I think I, I made an ally there with him as the majority leader. Uh, who knows, maybe in the future he could be the Speaker of the House. And, and you know, with our local uh, representatives like uh, Susan Brooks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Todd Young has oh, been yeah. a, a great uh, supporter. They're, they're both Ability One champions. Yes. You know, as, as, as we can build as much uh, uh, awareness around our mission and cause, and I've been fortunate a few times to go to Washington and work with Lou uh, Moneymaker, Lisa Pace, and actually I think uh, Ray yes. Montgomery was on <laughs> with me one yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, as we get out there and talk about what we do and get to meet the sister agencies yeah. uh, with the NIV around the country, I mean, uh, you know, Bosma is quite the leader in a lot of ways, and I think we carry a lot of value and we're we're certainly going to be the strong advocate for the people that are blind and visually impaired yeah yeah we we definitely want to make sure that people are aware really of the capabilities yeah of people who are blind or visually impaired and i think that's probably one of the things that um people are lacking knowledge of they don't really know what a person can do until they actually come visit bosman yeah or be uh, have that interaction with a person who is blind or visually impaired ray i learned years ago you never you never judge people going in that first impression, first meeting, you know. Mm-hmm. You never let any, uh, you know, preconceived ideas yeah. enter in. You you want to learn people for who they are. You want to know who they are yes. uh, and, and on their own merit there. And, and 
you know, I don't see you as a person blind. I see you as a person, an equal, someone that I've been very proud to be with when we are in Washington and just, you know, I open the door and you walk in and I just sat back and, and you talk your, uh, you know, the circumstances of your life. And uh, how can how can people not be impressed with your talents and abilities? I mean, I'm impressed every day with James Michaels, yes. Lisa Pace. Uh, think about, you know, where these people have been, where you have been, and, yes. and where you're at today. Oh, yeah. I'm influenced every time I come in the doors and I meet someone and they do something differently. They show me how to do things differently. So. Yeah. Each one, teach one around here. So, and you have a servant's heart too, Ray. I mean, oh, you yeah. have that ability to show people that you know you've been fortunate, you've been lucky to uh, to get to where you. I mean, your life could have ended as easily as yeah. as uh, you know just losing yeah. your sight. So, yeah, every day is a gift. Every day is a gift, Kevin. <laughs> well, well, when you're not doing all this philanthropy, Kevin, what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh my God. Do you have spare time? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, I tell you, we have three. Like I said, we'll have our fourth grandchild here okay. in a month. They're with us a lot. Um, I'm a mandrel, so music is a very vital part of my family history, and mm -hmm. and I enjoy playing. I enjoy listening. I what enjoy. Do you play? Well, you know, again, we're hillbillies, so <laughs> there's a there's going to be a guitar in there. There's going to be a banjo. Uh. A mandolin, a harmonica, a okay. bass, or and but I'm not a singer. I, I kind of try at times, but my wife is quite the the vocalist. So okay. now we're only relegated to doing funerals and weddings. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd much rather do weddings than funerals, you know. But right. uh, we enjoy as a family music. Uh, we we've done a lot of traveling. Uh, actually. We've done a lot of traveling, Ray, with uh, missions that uh, my wife serves on a board with an organization called Kids Alive. It's a faith-based okay. organization that works with kids around the world. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you'll remember several years ago when I was in Africa, Zambia, I was introduced to a teacher who was blind, and he had 50 uh, blind students in his uh, care there that he was educating and training. Wow. And if you'll remember, he had one walking cane among the 50. Wow. And Bosman, when I got back, told the story. We sent two computers for the blind that uh, they could actually operate there in their school. Right. And, of course, we sent every child a, a walking cane that was their own. That's so, right. again, it's just, you know, the ability to go out, see, and then come back and then have an organization like this to pick the pick that up and be the champion. And those kids, their lives, you know, were, were ever changed by that, just that brief moment and meeting so but we love to travel we're getting ready to do another um, mission trip we're going to Haiti uh, to do a, a, a board meeting okay. board retreat with my wife to see the orphanages they have there in Haiti so okay All right. we do a lot of great work we love it work. it keeps you going you know yes. you wake up in the morning and you uh, you, you try to prioritize and get this stuff knocked out but mm -hmm. I I love everything that Bosma allows me to do. When they invite me to do things, I always want to be there. Uh, I, I truly love, and I like to bring people in and introduce them. And you know, who knows who the next great board member is going to be? Who's going to be that next great business contact or so what, champion? I'm glad you said that. What do you What do you guys look for when you um, bring in a new board member? Actually, that's that's a good question too, Ray. You got them all written out here. So. <laughs> Don't be looking at my screen. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying off the script, but okay. Well, actually, Steve Powell, when he was board chair and I was vice chair, 
I was also in charge of the governance committee, and Steve Powell did a phenomenal job of building kind of a, a roadmap for us to follow mm-hmm. what we thought would make a good board member. And uh, I'm glad they had that after I was already, because I don't know if I'd ever qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they did that after I was already on the board. No, uh, so we we do a you know there we do look uh, at a person's uh, uh, past history, you know, involvements, mm-hmm. uh, things that you know, and even someone who volunteers on a committee here, mm-hmm. uh, people that come in and just. Uh, you know, work on a golf outing or dining in the dark or the Hasbrook lunch, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not necessarily all board members, but those are good uh, resources for us to see how well they do in those situations as, you know, a person who maybe can't help us generate interest, excitement, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. raise money for the causes as well. What's your favorite Bosman event? Oh, man. Uh, I'm no good at golf. No. But I, I like to go, but I like to play in scrambles. Yes. Uh, this year, we actually finished second in the golf oh, that's outing. Right. So, but it was nothing that I did personally. <laughs> I had a couple of young guns that were actually uh, uh, college uh, golfing uh, scholarship. So, I mean, they were they were the, the shooters. But I, I think uh, you know the dining in the dark. Yes, that's always been kind of uh, my wife Annette and I our favorite. We always get a few tables. We like to donate things for the, the silent auction. Uh, we we uh, enjoy that tremendously. We love to invite friends and family to that and uh, just give them an opportunity to really see uh, this organization. And I think the the work that you guys do, Lisa Pace and, and, and uh, her team, uh, putting together the, the videos and that, that little narrative to the mission i mean how can you not yeah. i mean we raise a lot of money there you know that right, Could right? You, oh yeah oh yeah i know it's a great event it's a great event could you explain a little bit to those who may be unaware of what dining in the dark is yeah it's it's a it's a time where we get to dress up really nice yes. right you always look pretty good <laughs> oh well, thank we, you sir. we get to put on our our nice formal yes. you know annette she likes to clean up yes. and she gets her nice dresses out and we usually do it at the JW Marriott. Yes. I think they're going to be the host uh, hotel again this year for us in the event. Is, is that correct, Ray? That is correct. Okay, so the JW Marriott, and I don't know the dates. Do you have? It's going to be March thirtieth. March thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Yes. And I think they took. Uh, it's going to be a Kentucky Derby. Derby, thing. yeah. They took my idea. They took your. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get that through last year, really? but I got over. Yeah, they vetoed my idea, yeah. but they didn't forget about no, it. So, no. so not only will we get to dress up nice, but the uh, the ladies will get to wear their big hats, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the Kentucky Derby theme, it'll be a lot of fun. Yes. You know, Ray Cox, I'm sure there'll be mint juleps there. Yes. And <laughs> but yeah, they uh, uh, it's a great it's a gala. We had what 800 people. You got close to 800 people, yes, sir. Yeah, so there was a it's a big. We do it in the ballroom. It's a great. There's dancing. There's music. Uh, we do the diamond dig. Um, we do. Did we do a wine pull? I mean, there were so many things going on there. The the silent auction. Uh, so yeah, it's just it's a good time to hang out and and, uh, and be with some good friends and invite new friends in and see what what happens. How do you feel about Mr. Lou Moneymaker retiring? Oh man, you know that's uh, that's an institution in and of itself there. <laughs> Uh, we were discussing some things at the board meeting about, you know, how do you honor a person in the legacy of, yes. 
I mean, Lou, uh, you know, his his compassion and educating, working at the blind school, the things that he's done. Uh, again, that man has two servants' hearts. You yes. know, he uh, he's really put his life out there to serve others, and it's been uh, a career that. And I, I I pity the person walking in, filling those shoes. Uh, when Lou actually does leave, but you know, hopefully we can keep him around in some capacity. <laughs> you know, everything that's in between his ears, uh, you know, the the contacts, the people, yes. the, the the just the knowledge and the wisdom he has. How do we, uh, how you know, how do we uh, start that over again? But I'm sure the new CEO coming in, uh, you know, whoever that person is. Uh, you know, we're going to find the best talent out there because, you know, this, this organization must go on. And again, you know, Ray, you've been at those national conferences with the NIB. And I mean, we are the gold standard. Oh yes. I mean, we are the benchmark for the sister agencies to really, uh, gravitate. You know, Mm -hmm. they look at what we do as a, and we do take a leadership role. So, you know, Lou walking out of that leadership position, we're really going to have to depend on the other, team members to really help the new CEO uh, transition. Well, Mr. Kevin Mandrell, I do appreciate your time today, sir, and giving us all that great knowledge. And uh, got any last words you want to say? You know, Ray, I always enjoy coming over here, so I didn't know what to expect. I got dressed up here. (laughs) I thought this was going to be a video podcast. Next time. Yeah. I do smell pretty good, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Kevin's good. He's looking good. No, thank you again for the uh, invite. and. Uh And I just, you know, folks who are out there listening to this, you know, get involved. Uh, you know, if it's not Bosma, it's I always I always tell young people, my children, you know, uh, my son was 17 when we did that first trip to Zambia. And I said, you know, I'm glad you're doing this at the age of 17 and you're not waiting to be in your 30s or 40s and realizing that, you know, there's a lot we can do uh, to make a difference. And, and uh, so hopefully, you know, folks out there will be inspired and. Yes. You'll get your maybe your phone will ring off the hook here, yes, right? Yes, maybe we'll get a lot, a lot, a lot of comments and likes on this one. Yeah, let's let's hope. That's yes, sir. Well, Thanks, I appreciate folks. you, Mr. Kevin Mandrell. Yeah. I want to thank you today for coming on the Navigating Blindness podcast. And if you know anyone suffering from vision loss, please visit Bosma.org and make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and liking us on SoundCloud. See you guys next week.